Hello, everyone, and welcome to Fem Vibes, a podcast brought to you by Young Feminist Europe. My name is Joanna, and I'm here today with my colleague Emma. Hi there. For the last episode of the Her Europe series, we're going to be talking about young women in politics, their experiences, and what could be done to encourage more of them into leadership roles. So stay tuned. Today we are joined by Nadia Imersic. Yay! Welcome. Thank you for joining us, Nadia. So for our listeners, Nadia is 22 years of age. She is a campaigner for the European elections for the Social Democrats in Slovenia. So before we start talking about your campaigning experience, can you tell us a little about yourself and how you get into feminism? Uh, thank you very much for inviting me. Uh, yes, I'm uh, 20 years old. I am a law student. And I've been involved into politics uh, in politics since I can remember. You know, my mom is a politician, so I was growing up watching her and learning from her mistakes. It was tough, but I learned a lot and it helped me later on in the future. So she's my role model, like a feminist role model, the first one. It was hard at the beginning, but uh, I helped her when she was campaigning for the elections and I learned uh, a lot. I helped her. Now I'm also, I was also a candidate myself. Currently I'm working as a campaign manager, as you said, and I help currently for the, working for, as a volunteer at the European elections. I work also for our MIP, uh, Ms. Tanya Fayon, who also identifies as a feminist. And I'm really grateful that I have the opportunity to work. So can you tell us a little bit more about your experience working with Tanya Fayon in the elections? You know, she's an amazing person, always so positive. She went through some difficult experiences in her life, but she always managed to solve them. It's hard being a woman uh, in politics and being so successful. She's one of the, every time there's a, like a, I forgot the word, but okay, I'll, I'll rephrase it. So I'll say Tanya is the, the most popular, among the most popular politicians in Slovenia, mm-hmm. always, like every month when they do the projections and everything. So that actually reflects her work, uh, even though she's here in Brussels for almost 20 years now, because she worked uh, as, as a journalist before, and she's been at MIP for two terms now here. Uh, it re- even though she's here, she comes often to Slovenia, she presents her work, she's active, also campaigning. She raises her voice even at the local level, uh, national level. So Nadia, thank you so much for your testimony. So I, I'm just curious to know what have Tanya been, been doing so far to advance uh, women's rights? It's, it's, she is running now for the second mandate uh, for the European Parliament. And we would just like to know more uh, about um, her feminist agenda, if she has one, and also what will be her priorities when it comes to this issue in the future. Uh, so yeah, Tanya is a full member of Committee on Civil Liberties, Justice and Home Affairs. And she is also a member of the European Parliament Intergroup of LGBT Rights. Uh, so she really is involved into all the feminism and actions uh, connected with to it. She was really active recently because in Slovenia, as you know, we had a big problems with uh, so-called migra- migrant crisis. Uh, so she was also in contact with uh, migrant women. Uh, she was raising her voice, standing up for their rights. We still have a lot of 
the right wing has a lot of power also in Slovenia, even though they're not in coalition or they're not in government right now, uh, fortunately. But there still needs work to be done. So she's really active also in the Balkan area, uh, helping women and children and all the minorities there. So I think this will be her priority also in the future, in her future work. Uh, yeah, it's really great to know that uh, Tania has been working a lot on the issue of migrant women because uh, we know that migrant women in Europe are probably the most vulnerable group of the population. Definitely. They need extra support and it's it's really good that she's uh, bringing these issues to the European Parliament. So thank you for, for letting us know about that. Yeah. So Aji also ran in local elections as a councillor and you were successfully elected, by the way. Congratulations. Thank you so much. So there's this quote by Federica Morgarini that resonates with me uh, and I was just wondering if you uh, feel the same way about it. it. The quote is, a relatively young woman is always perceived to be younger than a relatively young man, which basically means that it is difficult to be taken seriously in a male-dominated spaces as a young woman. Is this any way relatable to you? It definitely is. Uh, uh, always a relatively, relatively young man is always considered as ambitious uh, when it comes to uh, not only working or only studying uh, or being involved in politics. And it's hard to be a young woman also. You lack experiences, that's normal, but uh, you can get it if they don't give you a chance. So uh, I'm pretty lucky that I'm a member of a liberal party of social democrats in Slovenia. So uh, we have policies that also enables women to run as politicians. So in Slovenia, we have uh, gender quotas also on European. It started on European levels, level for European elections in 2012. And then two years later, uh, it was also written in our constitution. Uh, so now... Uh, we have uh, gender quotas also on national and also local level. So 40% of women should be on the list, otherwise the list gets rejected uh, when it comes to elections. But we see, I still think that there's a problem here because it only happens, women only get a chance when there are quotas involved. Uh, so this is not a natural thing, you know what I'm trying to say? Mm. It's not something that comes from... A, from their reason or like something that they accept as a normal thing it's forced by a, a policy so i'm still uh, i still think this is a thing we have to work on yeah definitely but in the meantime while society doesn't change sometimes the norm has to come before the before society yeah. changes so uh, i think like of Affirmative action measures are very welcome to remove obstacles when they still exist and to kind of uh, compensate for a situation of unfairness that always affected women. So I'm glad about quotas. I'm personally in <laughs> yeah. favor of them as well. I also agree. They, they give women a chance. They give them a chance to, to, to present themselves, to, mm -hmm. to have a voice, uh, to present their opinions and their problems. So I think that gender quotas are a great start uh, into a more fair and equal society. Once I asked to um, a member of the parliament of Kosovo, a female member of the parliament, um, what, what does she think about quotas? And she told me that she's totally in favor 
because even though she didn't need it, because uh, she was the second uh, person who was like m most voted in her party, most of women that were in the parliament uh, by that time were there because of quotas. And she was telling me that if uh, a woman is in politics, she needs to run 50 times faster than the men to get to the mm -hmm. same point. And actually the women in the parliament were the ones doing all the work. So even though they got there because of quotas, they also were doing an awesome job. It's all well and good having quotas in place, but when it comes to misogynism and sexism that female politicians face, you know, it puts a lot of women off from even contemplating getting into politics. From your own experience in running in the local elections, have you had any, you know, sexist, misogynism experiences? And if you did, how did you deal with it? Uh, I have to say I was lucky, I guess. I didn't experience any, like, direct sexism. At least I didn't notice it uh, when it came to, like, campaigning and stuff. Uh, and now when I'm elected, uh, my colleagues, uh, they uh, actually proposed to 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 me like to become a president of the commission uh, one of the commissions uh, inside the council so uh, and it was actually uh, proposed by an elderly man so I was pretty pretty happy about it and he said to me like it's time for young women to take it up so I was I, I accepted it and uh, it was a positive thing positive thing so I guess I was lucky, but I, I'm aware that uh, many women face sexism, especially in politics. They're always judged by the way they look, not the way they actually act and what they do. So no, It's really great to hear that you have this encouragement coming from uh, a man and older men uh, who just told you, no, young women have to take over. It's your mm -hmm. time now as well. So it's really great. But I was just thinking, as you had that encouragement, like other young women need that encouragement as well to be involved uh, in politics and in this case in European elections. And as you're campaigning uh, now, uh, what do you intend to bring to your campaign or what do you think it needs to be done to engage young women and young people in general in political participation and also maybe just what can we do to bring uh, young women from diverse backgrounds as well for them to feel like they have a space in this space in, in European Parliament? Uh, so, yeah, uh, if I comment the last things first. Uh, so I think it's important to have a role model in your life, to look up to someone. Uh, so I was thinking about an idea to have uh, like a common uh, campaign uh, joining all the women MIPs who are currently MIPs, uh, despite their political background or a political group. Uh, so it kind of shows that no matter, that the actually young women can relate to them. They can find the values. Uh, they can connect with them on different levels. Uh, I mean, no matter their uh, race, uh, sexual orientation, whatever, they can find someone and look up to them. So for MIPs, I would uh, kind of, uh, suggest to them that uh, they are present uh, in their uh, in their countries, so they are visible. Uh, they, that they uh, raise a voice when it comes to uh, problems, uh, current problems in their countries, uh, when it comes to women's rights in their countries. Uh, so they that they can see that 
the people can see that they are important. They are doing something for something for all of them, not just uh, you know women. It also some some uh, policies uh, attaches also to the men, not just women. Even though at the first sight it looks like it's only a women's thing. That's very true. So it is. I feel like. Uh when you don't see a reflection of yourself in a certain space, you feel like you don't belong there. So having more diversity in terms of race, sexuality, gender, and so forth, I think I totally believe that's such a crucial yeah. point, and especially in the European agenda, especially with the where it feels like there's a backlash against the fight for more, for more diversity, that uh, it's important that those who support it actually are really trying hard, put it at the forefront of the agenda. Yeah, you know, when in diversity we are united. So yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah. yeah. So I know that you're a big European, big Europhile because you studied this. <laughs> so what are your hopes for the future of Europe? I really hope that the current political issues won't kind of rumble the rumble the the basis or the the main point of the European Union, which is bringing peace. Uh, so I think there is a still a lot of work to be done when it comes to gender equality, uh, when it comes to ending poverty, uh, because we know that uh, women are especially at risk of poverty in Europe. And I believe that these are the issues that we have to address and are important. Uh, so I'm 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 still very positive despite all the uh, right wing uh, governments uh, in Poland, in Italy, and everywhere else but i think that if we have like activism if we raise our voices it was really nice you know like uh, last week uh, that an environmental campaign uh it came the initiative came from young people uh so i believe that we still there's still hope and we can bring a revolution oh yes <laughs> that is uh that is something i am very excited about and um, i got uh, a while back ago i found myself randomly in one of these uh, protests I didn't know it was on. And it was so inspiring seeing 12,000 young Belgian people just mm -hmm. really going for it. Mm -hmm. I've, never, I've yeah. never seen young people so enthusiastic about something before. It was so inspiring. So, yeah, and um, our normal question for ending our podcast is, what is your favorite uh, all-time feminist quote? Uh, actually, it's a, it's a phrase I read a couple of days ago, and it really sticks to my mind. And it's, if someone says you, you can't do it, do it twice and record it. So this one is something I really, I'm trying to keep in my mind when it comes to like everyday problems. I'm just telling this to myself and I believe that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> that's great, actually. That's really great, especially for young women who want to be involved in politics because they will have a lot of people tell them you cannot do this. So just keep in mind, you can do it and you will do it twice or three times or four times yeah. and you will do and it. And don't forget to take a picture. <laughs> so, yeah. so you also encourage others, you know. Exactly. Yeah, the role social media. Thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. So thank you for joining us, Nadia. Thank you for inviting me. It was a really, really great pleasure having you with us today. And uh, good luck in the elections uh, with your campaign. Uh, we really hope everything goes well. And we hope that in the future you will be the one running for the European election as an <laughs> yeah. MEP. Uh, yeah, I hope so too, yeah. A big shout out to all our listeners who have tuned in for the Her Europe series. Be sure to use your vote this weekend to vote for a feminist Europe.
We will be back next month with some new feminist topics, so follow us on our social media channels. And in the meantime, keep those fan vibes flowing.